Welcome to another episode of Product Thinking. I'm Kyle Evans, and this week talking about what is innovation, understanding and defining innovation. So innovation is a term that gets thrown around a lot, but what does it mean? What is innovation really? If you ask 10 different people, you'd likely get 10 different answers. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, There is insight in all of the responses, depending on the perspective and experience of the person. In fact, in the article uh, I link in the newsletter, again, you can find that at productthinking.cc in in the show notes, uh, 15 people shared their definitions of innovation and gave 15 different responses, unsurprising. There are some common themes for sure, but each response is different. Uh, I'll sample some of them here. So uh, one response was turning an idea into a solution that adds value from a customer's perspective. So that was one. Uh, Here's another. The application of ideas that are novel and useful. Creativity The ability to generate novel and useful ideas is the seed of innovation, but unless it's applied and scaled, it's just an idea. Here is another. An innovation is a feasible, relevant offering, such as a product, service, process, or experience with a viable business model that is perceived as new and is adopted by customers. And here's another. The introduction of new products and and services that add value. So you can see a number of different definitions, and there's a bunch there. Uh, You can go check that out. But I'll jump into the the fray and give my definition. Innovation is creating something new, better, and valuable. So let's dissect that a little further to understand the parts of innovation. First off, creation. First, innovation is is about creating. Ideas are great, but innovation is taking those ideas from concepts into production. And that takes execution. Uh, Steve Jobs said this about creation, and I I really like this uh, quote. said, you know, one of the things that really hurt Apple was after I left, John Scully got a very serious disease. It's the disease of thinking that a really great idea is 90% of the work. And if you just tell all these other people, here's this great idea, then of course they can go off and make it happen. And the problem with that is there's just a tremendous amount of craftsmanship in between a great idea and a great product. And as you evolve that great idea, it changes and grows. It never comes out like it starts because you learn a lot more as you get into the subtleties of it. And you also find there are tremendous trade-offs that you have to make. There are just certain things you can't make electrons do. There are certain things you can't make plastic do, or glass do, or factories do, or robots do. Designing a product is keeping 5,000 things in your brain and fitting them all together in new and different ways to get what you want. And every day you discover something new that is a new problem or a new opportunity to fit these things together a little differently. And that And it's that process that is the magic. Uh, So many things in that quote from from Steve Jobs uh, that are 
are both so fitting to innovation and so fitting to product management and product develop uh, product development generally that we'll we'll probably have to come back to that uh, multiple times in the future. But you have to create something in order to innovate. Uh, it's not just an idea; it's the actual creation of something. So that is the first thing: creation. Second thing: new. Everyone agrees that innovation is about novelty. Uh, if you read most of the definitions uh, in uh, both above uh, and you know, in that article, and as I quoted them before, and most definitions, period, if you just did a search of innovation, almost every definition is going to have newness or novelty as part of it. It's a common theme. Innovation is about creating something new. Uh, in another article, What is Innovation from Idea to Practice?, also linked in this week's newsletter. They talk extensively about creating something novel. But is novelty enough? Yes, innovation has to be new and different. If you don't create something that is new and different from what you've done before and what users and customers and the market have seen before, we will all agree that it's not innovative. But... We see new things all the time. Uh, changing the color of a product or a button or a home screen may be new and different, but is it innovative? I'd argue that it isn't. New and different may be change, but it's not necessarily innovation, which is why we need to expand the definition further which brings us to better. So innovation must also be better. Uh, Peter Thiel wrote about this in his book, Zero to One. Uh, to quote from that, he said, as a good rule of thumb, proprietary te technology must be at least 10 times better than its closest substitute in some important dimension to lead to a real monopolistic advantage. Anything less than an order of magnitude better will probably be perceived as a marginal improvement and will be hard to sell. So to overcome switching costs and to be truly innovative, improvements and changes should be new, but also better. Some examples also from zero to one include PayPal, which made buying and selling on eBay at least 10 times better. Amazon, offered at least 10 times as many books as physical bookstores. And Apple's iPad, uh, though difficult to measure how much better it was, was significantly better than the tablets that came before it. So in another article, Thoughts on Innovation from Intercom, uh, Intercom lays out the key items that make up innovation for them and includes three things, new, different, and better. Uh, I've decided here that for me, new and different are pretty similar. So I've grouped them together. But this article is, I, I think, a really good and interesting read in why innovation needs to be new, different, and better, as we've as we've discussed so far. But I also think there needs to be another dimension here, and it is our final dimension valuable. So finally, 
Innovation can't just be new and better. It also has to solve a meaningful problem, both for users and for the creators and the business uh, that is innovating. It has to create value in some sort of way. If an innovation doesn't create value for users, if it doesn't solve a real problem for them, it may be new and better, but they won't adopt it. They won't pay for it. If an innovation doesn't create value for the creators or for the business, how can it be sustainable? Uh, that doesn't mean just monetary value, since that isn't the only way to measure value, but any sort of value, some sort of value for the person or people creating that innovation. If the new innovation doesn't create value, can it be truly considered an innovation? I'd argue no. It must solve a problem and create value. And there are so many ways to do that and many ways to measure it, but it's a critical piece of the puzzle. In another article, what is innovation? <laughs> Common title, right? Uh, Digintent also works to define innovation and agrees that adding the idea of value to the equation. So uh, check that out, also linked in this week's uh, newsletter, uh, another good read. So putting it all together, new, better, and valuable. Innovation, to be truly considered innovation, needs to be, again, new, better, and valuable. We use the term innovation way too frequently. It's become too diluted in our modern business world. But if we focus on the right definition, we can get back to bringing real innovations back to our teams and our companies. We can create products, processes, and experiences that are truly new, better, and valuable. So that is it for innovation this week. Uh, also have a few more reads and listens and videos for you to check out. Uh, a cool tool that I stumbled upon, a popular baby names on the social security site. Uh, not that we're using it, but uh, really, really interesting to kind of dive in over the years and see what some of the most common and popular names have been uh, through the years and through the decades and over time. Uh, the most popular names for 2020 were Liam and Olivia, if you're interested. Uh, so check that one out. Kind of a, a cool way to look back over time and see what has been popular and what has not been. Going along that same line, another article, uh, U.S. birth and fertility rates in, 20, in 2020 dropped to another record low, according to the CDC. Quoting from that, the number of births in the U.S. declined last year by 4% from 2019, double the average annual rate of decline of 2% since 2014, uh, the CDC said in preliminary birth data released Wednesday. Uh, total fertility rates and general fertility rates also declined by 4% since 2019, reaching record lows. So an interesting trend uh, also could be very problematic as we look forward. So something to, to think about and keep an eye on. Uh, and finally, uh, this coming from a little bit back, but the oversight board uh, upholds Trump ban from Facebook. Another article. Um, try not to get too political, but I find 
this uh, interesting, as I'm sure many of you do. I know as a product manager, not something that I would want to deal with as far as some of these very, very difficult decisions, especially with the weight of uh, elections and uh, things like that hanging in the balance. But no matter what side you're on, very, very big and difficult questions that aren't necessarily aren't necessarily clear cut. And what happens when these large tech platforms become the de facto public square? Um, and I think it goes beyond terms of service into a realm that we haven't dealt with as a society, but we will increasingly have to deal with it. So interesting things to continue to think on and to uh, to check out as um, you know as we continue to grapple with the the fallout of that. And uh, I'll be interested in you know what continues to come of that. Uh, so anyway, check out some of those articles. Be interested in what other people are thinking as well. So again, you can always tweet at me at Kyle Larry Evans on Twitter and other social medias. Uh, check out this week's newsletter on online productthinking.cc. Uh, you can check that out in the show notes as well. Uh, if you want to subscribe, uh, the weekly newsletter is free. Uh, can I follow this podcast as well, wherever you get podcasts, give us a shout out on social media. You can uh, give us a tip by buying us a coffee if you're interested, or if you really like what we're doing, you want to subscribe to our our newsletter that comes out a few times a month, our paid subscription, you can do that as well and support me at this podcast and our newsletter. That would be awesome. Uh, you can check that out on our site as well. So I will see you again next time.